Hey guys, quick reminder that the opinions you're about to hear are solely those of the host of the GetWired podcast and may or may not reflect the opinions of CED, Consolidated Electrical Distributors, or today's sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, it's still the last day of August, so it's Sylvania is still the vendor of the month. So come in today to get the last minute deals on Sylvania 2x2, 2x4 flat panels, wall packs, retrofit trims. You know, everything's 10% off, but just for the end of August, and that's today. Welcome to the Get Wired Podcast, presented by CED Vero Beach. Join us as we make new connections, share our outlooks on business as well as life, and provide a new look at the wholesale electrical supply industry from the inside out. This is the Get Wired Podcast. Here's your host, Mike Burkhart. All right. Well, sorry about the delay, guys. It's been a couple of days since we posted a new episode. Just got a lot going on here. There's no excuse, and I just apologize in advance. Uh, today's topic is actually by request, and it is the topic of rejection. So I'm actually calling this one rejection therapy because I think there is a possible way to overcome it. And the first step to do that is to identify what rejection is. And uh, basically, it's when people say no, right? So if somebody says no... Then, then a lot of people will shy away from that experience because they don't want to have that experience of rejection. So why, why is it such a big deal, right? I mean, if you don't get anything you don't ask for. So that's, that's an important thing to remember is that if you ask 10 people for, you know, $5, one of them is probably going to give it to you, but you have to go through all 10 people in order to get to the, that one person. So, and if you never asked any of those 10 people, you for sure would have no money then before you started. So you're basically at some zero whether you ask 10 people or you do nothing. So the worst that somebody could say is no. And in sales, we shy away from this experience because I, I don't know if it's an ego thing or if it's, you know, just like we've been trained to, to want to always look good and to always have 100% success rates. But, you know, no star athlete goes out there and makes 100% of the shot that they take, but they have to take a bunch of shots in order to score, you know, 30 points in a game or whatever it is. So they know that every time it bounces out of the rim or somebody actually, you know, defends them really well and rejects the ball from going into the the hoop, I mean, that's rejection, right, by definition. So I mean, they know that they have to put up a, an enormous amount of effort in order to get a certain number of results. And that's, that's kind of the name of the game for sales. So I think in our business, we're much more long-term. You know, we're focusing on the long cut, not the short cut. We've got an episode coming out called The Long Cut in a couple of weeks. Um, but but think about it that way. Like, look at the bigger picture. You know, you should never never judge yourself in the lens of a moment. You got to look at yourself in the scope of a, a longer period of time than that. And in our, in our business, it's so relationship driven that, you know, you're really not looking for that one sale. You're really never looking to close one deal, right? Like, if that were the case, then we'd have We'd have to have thousands of customers, but we don't. We have 10 to 20 to 30 really good customers and then maybe 50 customers that come, kind of come and go. Um, but, you know, be, that's because we're focused on the relationship and we're focused on the long term and the overall, you know, what is the lifetime value of one customer? It's not just that one sale. It's not just the 100 LEDs you're going to sell a guy or the pallet of wire that he needs special today or whatever it is. You got to look at the lifetime value of the customer. So I think in order to do that, when you're first calling on customers and you're, you're getting out there and you're you're trying to build those relationships, that's probably the most difficult part, right? And, you know, I have a famous saying that when in doubt, add value. So if you're coming straight at them and asking for an order, then that's not working, then find another tack, you know, go at them a different way. 
just say, hey, what, what can I take off your plate? What's 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 the worst thing that's that's happening this week? What's the most annoying thing that's happening this week? And learn learn their pain points. You know, find out what really makes them aggravated about sales and what makes them you know d- disappointed in, in vendors or in, even employees. Things like things of that nature. You know, one question I like to ask people is, what keeps you up at night? And that a lot of times that you can learn a lot from that answer because it really is. I don't know. It really is it's going to provide some insight into what they're thinking in terms of like their pain points. What what can you help take off their plate, whether it's recruiting, whether it's marketing, advertising, you know, maybe they don't have anybody that can build a, a website for them or whatever it is. So you can come in and, and, and try to get that them, flank them a little bit, you know, come at them from the side instead of going head on like every other salesperson in the world. So, you know, every time that you go and you do get rejected, make sure you're not taking it personally. If you go back to a previous episode about the four agreements, agreement number two is don't take anything personally. So I have a friend that is in, uh, she's a, she's raising funds for a charity that she works for. And she told me that it takes uh, about seven people to get one person to, to donate. And I'm like, well, okay, perfect. I'm doing a podcast on this. You know, what do you, how do you go about overcoming that rejection of the other six people? And she said, oh, I love when the other six people tell me no, because that means I'm one step closer to that seventh person telling me yes. And that that's awesome, right? Like, that's exactly what we're looking for. So you don't look at it as like, oh, these people tell me no, so I'm I'm less of a, a, a salesperson. I'm, I'm inferior or whatever. Like, look at it as these people told me no. They, they saved me time. They got me out of the door. So that I can go and find somebody that will say yes to me, and that's that's a that's an amazing way to look at it. And so much of what we do in life is is based on just how we look at the situation. And the funny thing is that if you change the way that you look at the situation, the situation changes, you know. And and that's that's the whole point of of restructuring your belief system and restructuring your view of the world in in a more favorable way, in a more empowering way. So. Um, there's also something called rejection therapy you can try and and basically you, you're putting yourself in awkward situations in order to overcome this fear of rejection so you could uh, always ask for 10 percent off when you go to starbucks or you could always ask for 10 percent off at the grocery store and uh, you know the grocery clerk or the starbucks barista they may look at you like you're crazy and, and that's kind of the point right is to get over that fear of like being exposed being weak being vulnerable and just understanding that the world's not going to end and life's going to go on just fine and you're probably never going to see that person again. Um, so it's a good way to, in the wild, in, in public, to just get over that fear. You could also ask 100 people to, to borrow $100, you know. Say, hey, can I have 100 bucks? And, and everyone's going to tell you no. And that's kind of the whole point, right? Um, you know, a funny, funny thing I saw when I was doing research for this podcast is somebody was asking for a burger refill. So they... You know, at McDonald's, you get as many free refills on your drinks as possible. But this guy actually wanted a Big Mac refill. So he went up to the counter with his empty wrapper and said, hey, can I get a burger refill? And again, they looked at him like he was crazy, probably laughed a little bit, probably a good joke. Uh, but it helps him get over his fear of being rejected and uh, and moving forward with a more positive mindset. Uh, the funny thing about this what, this guy's website, and I, I wish I'd wrote down his name because it actually is pretty funny. The the He did an experiment where he tried to give $5 to 10 people. And that's amazing that even when you're trying to give something, you still get rejected. People say, no, I don't want your $5. And, there, you know, there's no string attached. He's just trying to give out 50 bucks. Um, did I say five people or 10 people? So if, he's trying to give out $5 to 10 people. So uh, he's trying to give out 50 bucks. And basically... He is having a hard time finding 10 people that will accept this $5. Everyone assumes that there's strings attached, and uh, he gets rejected by all of them. It's pretty funny. 
Um, but one thing to remember is the law of averages. Um, that's something I learned when I was when I was cold calling and doing door to door sales back when I was 18, 19, selling art out of the back of my car. Um, you know, we focused on the law of averages. I had to call on a hundred people. I had to knock on a hundred doors in order to get ten people to buy from me. So. But I knew that going into it, and I told myself that, and and every one of those 90 people I said no was just getting me closer to the 10 people that would say yes. So it's important to set goals. you got to have short, medium, and long-term goals. you got to build those relationships. Learn from others. You know, ride with them. If you're really having a hard time cracking an account, you know, take a different tact at it. Take take a different approach and 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 flank the customer a little bit and and maybe go ride along with a more experienced salesperson or a salesperson in a different industry even or a salesperson with a completely different background and strategy about cracking accounts. That's really important because you're going to see techniques that they're going to use that that you can use because success leaves clues, right? Like there's no major secrets out there. You just have to find out what people are doing that works and then apply them to what you're doing. Um, And the bigger lesson is that, you know, when you do fail, Fail just stands for find an important lesson. Find an important lesson. It's my favorite F word in the world uh, because it really does mean that you're just learning a way that it didn't work so that you can come back next time and try it again in a way that will work with that new knowledge. So you got to find the lesson in failure. you got to apply it to the next step and move forward in that direction. Um, and, and always ask yourself the question of, of, does this serve my goals? Does me trying to sell this to this customer, does it serve my goals? Does it add value to him in a way that's going to add value to my business and my, my organization? That's probably the most important part. Um, you know, another important, important thing is to not have all your eggs in one basket. So you got to create sales pillars. Like, you know, if you think about, think about a stool, right? Like a three-legged stool. So it's got three legs. It works just fine until like, but if you were to lose one of those legs of the stool, all of a sudden you would have no stool. You'd have two sticks and a round thing on top. It wouldn't be very stable and you probably wouldn't sit on it or invite guests to sit on it. Um, But if you had a table or a four-legged chair, then you lose one, you could reposition it and have a stool. But if you think about like the Parthenon, it's just a bunch of pillars that are holding up this really heavy roof, right? So you got to create pillars in your sales organization where if one goes down, the whole building's not coming down, right? So you don't want to be relying too much on one customer, even even one industry. You know, you got to you got to be a little bit diverse so that you can you're able to roll with the punches a little bit. Um, you got to remember the mission. That's really important too. What's the, what is the overall mission that, of your sales organization so that when you do hit failures, you remember like why you're doing it. Remembering your why is so important in these situations. And, uh, you know, again, never see yourself through the lens of a moment. I can't stress that enough. You know, we are human beings on this planet for, you know, something like 80 to 100 years, if you're lucky. And and to judge yourself based on a five-minute interaction where somebody rejects you in that huge amount of time is really, it's it's just very short-sighted. And it doesn't serve your goals at all. Um, I really love this quote from Ariana Huffington of the Huffington Post, of course. She says, failure is not the opposite of success. It is a part of success. So no becomes a part of yes. Um, that's that's huge. I mean, what else can you say about that? So that's the episode for today. Just remember to go out there and to fail forward and get rejected and pick yourself up. Try again, because that's the only way that you're going to learn. If you, if you sit on the couch and just think about making sales calls and, and think about being afraid of the, that rejection, Guess what? You're going to be sitting on the couch six months from now, still being afraid of that rejection. It's still not any closer to your goals of being a sales master. So the only way to do it is to kind of live through it, to make mistakes, to 
to learn from the mistakes, to go in and just and just and just learn from other people, you know, sit by their feet and just learn from what they're doing that makes them successful. And then understanding that it's okay to make mistakes and to pick yourself back up and learn. So thanks for joining us. This is Mike Workhart from the GetWire podcast. Go get them. Thank you.